Hello and welcome back to the journey through healing. My name is Sophia and today we're going to be talking about safety of sadness. Now that sounds like a strange thing to say if you think about it. How could someone feel safe if they're sad? Why would somebody want to be sad all the time? Like why do they crave that? And it's almost a lot of the ideas here are, I already explained a lot of it in self-sabotaging episode which was episode five so if you want to dive back into that to help you with the understanding of this that would be really important today we're going to focus on the emotion of sadness now i'm sure all of us have been in this state whether it was temporary whether it was affecting our lives dramatically or not there's two sides to this topic actually we're going to be focusing more on one side of it though, but I'll mention the other side right now. One side that we're not going to really talk much about, but I think it's worth mentioning just because we can't just neglect all the shadows, you know? <laughs> But one side is the self-loathing, the self-pity, the victimization of ourselves, that phase. I'm sure we've all met people where it's almost like there's a competition to see who has their life the hardest, who has it the worst, and people pride on their anxieties or their fears. They almost wear it like a medal or like they're proud of being sad and they crave it. That becomes what they are and it consumes them and it's very sad to see, especially if we went through it ourselves, it's a very sad state to be in. What happens is these people play the victim and they blame everything around them for the misery. And although it is very important to look externally again just to see like oh what traumas triggered this and that helps with our understanding of ourselves, when we don't even try and dive into that deeper part of ourselves afterward, there's absolutely no point in just sitting back and blaming everything and not doing one single thing about it. That's not gonna heal you, that's not gonna do anything for you. If anything, you're blaming everything but yourself. And not that we should blame ourselves, it's just blaming anything in general is not gonna help anybody and just creates a very negative environment and that's why these people might be very toxic to be around but it's important that we are very helpful towards them. These people, they might not actually try at all to wake up from that reality and they are very pessimistic. With that being said, we need to remember that these people are unconscious. They're not aware that they're stuck in the cycle. If we're a close friend of theirs, we can bring it to their attention with a lot of kindness but in general although these people may be very draining to be around or very toxic to be around it's important that we open our hearts here and open our minds and remember that they're just going through this time in their life where they're unconscious of their self-pity basically we need to be very empathetic towards them we need to have a lot of sympathy towards these people because how can they be how can they fix something they're not aware of you know so that's why like it's important to not criticize these people and to be conscious of their circumstances and actually this is a major phase actually in healing in general once we are aware of our self-pity we actually have this breaking point where we're like oh my god i gotta get out of here <laughs> i did not realize i was doing this and when we do we might feel ashamed and we might feel embarrassed but we also have to remember that we have to forgive ourselves and be patient with ourselves know that okay i was doing that and it wasn't right but it was an important phase i needed usually that actually leads up to a spiritual awakening stay in that phase for too long of unawareness it inhibits our healing but we will eventually break out of it and it might take weeks it might take years it's different for everybody and that's why we need to have so much patience and sympathy for these people just support them through it all and try to not force it but just maybe bring it to their awareness if we are close to them so why do we get stuck in the safety of sadness 
works? Well, it's similar to why we self-sabotage. We punish ourselves because we feel like we don't deserve anything that's good. We may feel like we're just bad people. We might even feel selfish for being happy because we know that there may be people we know or don't know, but there's traumas that happen every single day. There's things that we're aware of, not aware of. It could be on the other side of the world. There's always somebody, someone who's dying or a huge event that is just a negative event in general. And we might think, well, these people have to live through that. I don't deserve to be happy because how can I feel happy when that issue, it upsets me? Or maybe we have a close friend who's going through some hard times. And then we think to ourselves, well, how can I be happy if my best friend is having an issue? If my best friend is going through hard times, how can I be happy? Because however my friends feel, I instantly absorb it. I'm like, obviously not to make myself sound like, oh, if you're me, like, no. <laughs> Not to make myself sound that way. We also, I can gauge um, the mood of an environment very quickly. It does affect my mood. To be honest, that's how I sometimes get stuck in this cycle because of how other people around me feel. I don't think I deserve to feel good because I know exactly what they're going through. I'm empathetic towards that. A lot of times too, which I feel like a lot of people are not actually aware of this, but because of our conditioning from our society, we believe that our anxiety and fear of things going wrong actually drives us to achieve things. I think that's what makes us happy. That could be why we strive for certain things because we believe that the anxiety that we get makes us better. Now again everything in a balance is healthy. Nurse for anything like uh, just a little bit that's good because it means you care. It means that this means something to you. But when we are so nervous that it inhibits us obviously then now we're letting our fears and doubts that don't really exist to emerge and affect the things around us. Or we can have that motive where we're like, no, the more suffering I have, the more anxiety that I have, the more this will be worth it in the end. And a lot of times we feel like if we don't have an internal struggle, that we're not progressing anywhere. And it goes to the point where we create our own problems because it makes us think that when things are harder for ourselves, that we're going somewhere. Again, this is a self-sabotaging behavior. I do this a lot. I try not to anymore, especially once I was aware that I was doing this, but <laughs> a lot of times I create everything's perfectly fine but I create these issues in my head and I make things so much harder for myself the underlying reason for that is just because I feel like if I struggle more it'll pay off more and that's not a healthy cycle to be in and soon we'll have an episode on suppressing emotions and how valuable all emotions are but just briefly right now it's important to feel sadness it's important to feel anger it's important to feel happy it's important to feel everything and not force it and just whatever arises arises and that's what it is it's always important it. But sometimes you might get stuck in the cycle of sadness or happiness, whatever it is, because we're afraid of the uncertainty that comes actually like, without that feeling. But we never let ourselves have the reward. If we think that our sadness is the price we pay for the happy times, then once those happy times arise, we might say, no, I don't deserve that. And then we never let ourselves be happy because we always think that we have to keep paying the price. The truth is, is that even in our darkest moments, we can feel happy for a second. The way to do that is just being present and when we let go of those fears and those doubts, it is very possible to feel that. We can actually feel happy and sad at the exact same time. Because <laughs> if you think about it, if you were to just be very mindful and focus inward,
forward. What you could do is let go of those fears, let go of those doubts. Don't think about what's happening around you. Focus on your being and when you're being, you're just focusing on your breath. Or if you want to focus around you, maybe you're focusing on nature. Something that is just there. It's not good, it's not bad, it's just there. When we live in that state, we can be happy and it just arises because there's nothing to fear but maybe the way that would change is let's say we think about a friend of ours that's having a hard time and now instantly our mood is just kind of getting upset and that's obviously perfectly fine I literally do this all the time but do you see how it's possible to feel happy and sad you can feel happy because personally your life is going well but then you think about the world around you and it's not going so well and now you have this bittersweet emotion of I'm happy but I'm also sad and a lot of times the world that we live in in our heads can eventually illuminate to everything around us whether that's a good or a bad state and then we almost get stuck in this thing and say this is the world we're living in the things we create in our heads become the reality or we react to it when it isn't actually there it's just an illusion and a lot of times punishment makes us feel justified but it only hurts us more than anything we always think i need to suffer more to feel the outcome in a better state or to really appreciate things but again like i said we don't let ourselves feel the reward whether that is happiness whether that is success superficial things whatever <laughs> but um just to get my point here we don't ever let ourselves get what we deserve whether that's good or bad well if it's bad we let ourselves but if it's a good thing we don't we could have worked hard for i don't know let's say a school example all year all semester we work so hard to get a good mark and we put a lot of time and effort into that and then we get our mark and then it could be really good and we say no i didn't deserve that and we don't feel anything towards it we might be numb towards it we might avoid it we might just feel upset because oh man i could have done even better than that that's not good enough and we get stuck in this constant cycle of self-punishment but we have to remember that we get repercussions to our decisions naturally. No one should enforce punishment on other people because we all make mistakes, we're all human and no one that's no one's place to do that but that's something you can't control. With that, you can't control if you do get punished or you have to suffer the consequences that come with that externally but internally you don't need to add to that. You don't need to add to your suffering because there's going to be people around you that will probably inflict it or there's going to be circumstances that occur that are going to be the results of the decisions that you made. You don't need to add to that and say, well, I know I don't deserve that either. I'm just not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to sit in the sadness because I don't deserve to be happy. No, you don't know what you deserve and what you don't deserve. But all I can tell you is you do deserve the best. As much as we've made mistakes and we dwell on them, and that's important, we have to reflect on them and how we can grow from them and forgive others, forgive ourselves. It's important state to be in. It's not about neglecting anything that's uncomfortable. That's what it actually is about, is observing it and living it. But once we are aware of something, we need to break out of it. And that's what the journey through healing is, is being, once you are aware of your current state and what's been holding you back and what you can do about it, that's when growth really starts to happen. Another thing that causes us to be stuck in the safety of sadness is something actually, uh, actually, yeah, this is what, yeah, this is me. <laughs> I mean, I, I try not to do this anymore, but this was definitely me for a long time, is that I believe that I'm living a more deeper life and increasing my sensitivity by being sad. Um, but when I had like my little spiritual awakening <laughs> during high school, 
school and stuff, I completely understood how people can get to that point. And that gave me a lot of empathy and it gave me so much more perspective and understanding. And because of that time in my life, I'm so much more sensitive towards these things. If it wasn't for that time, I don't think I ever would really understand it because I would never be in that person's shoes. And obviously we all have different experiences, so none of us could really say, oh, I fully understand what you're feeling because we are not them. But when we have maybe a taste of it or maybe a long period of it or our own issues, we can have a lot of sympathy for other people because of that. And we can share those experiences and some things will overlap. A lot of underlying reasons will overlap. And for me, that's why I was so afraid to come out of my cycle of feeling upset about things because I thought that I would lose my authenticity, that I wouldn't be someone that people can come to anymore. It still happens sometimes where I don't know what it is. I, even if I don't feel too great, if I start talking to my friends automatically, like I feel so much better and the way I'm speaking might not actually reflect how I was feeling that entire day. But just like human connection and just being with others is such a great experience. So I don't know. But what I've noticed with that is like I might come across as way more happy than I actually am and that is not to make me inauthentic at all because it's true like in that state of the moment when I'm talking to people I feel really great like I love connecting with others but it also came with this cost almost where people might not actually know that I am like upset about something I might seem like someone they can't come to anymore for their own issues because maybe they don't want to affect my mood and make me upset or maybe they think that I just have no idea I'm definitely that person that people can come to whenever they need anything of course like I'm always open I always tell my friends this a thousand times they're probably sick of hearing it but it's so true and I mean it every single time <laughs> But yeah, like that was something that I had to realize that I needed to break out of that cycle. And in order to break out of the cycle, I had to realize that being happy does not mean you're inauthentic at all because that's just how I feel in the state. And even so, like you don't want to always come across as upsetting too because if you're always upset, then people might not actually want to tell you anything about themselves because now they're afraid that they're going to hurt you even more. And I've been in that position with other people as well. And that's not to say, oh, pretend to be anything that you're not. That's not true at all. It's just, like I said, everything has to be a balance of things, you know, and it, I'm still struggling to find that balance, but there is a balance and we all have different criterias that will make it balanced. So that's what's important. And it comes with this idea as well that being realistic is being negative. Like people will say, oh, well, when you get older, you need to get a job and start a family and you have to make money and everything. Some bills, you have no time for yourself. They make reality sound so sad and negative, but how is any of that sad? <laughs> Like, especially, like, of course, you're doing something you don't want to do, you know, it, obviously that would not be a great experience and there's going to be good and bad at the exact same time happening every day of your life. Sometimes the good outweighs the bad and then that's why you don't notice it as much, but it's always both at the same time. It's just sometimes one has power over the other just because it illuminates brighter. Reality is not an emotion. That's the important thing. Reality, once we label things as good or bad, we instantly restrict the freedom of ourselves and the people around us and we place that expectation or a memory or an experience or a thought and we categorize what the situation is without letting it just be. And like I was saying before, I think the biggest reason people get stuck in this cycle is because they've been sad for so long that happiness is something so foreign. They don't feel comfortable moving out of sadness because happiness may not be something they think exists or just comes with a lot of uncertainty. And like we've already talked about in episode two and three, uncertainty comes with the fear that we 
we can't control what's happening and when we're afraid of things that we can't control we usually try to avoid them or it takes a lot out of us to actually take the risk and go there we can't even really blame ourselves for being stuck in this cycle just because our mind loves to pride on our fears and insecurities and our doubts that it makes us think things that aren't really true and that's why it's very important to forgive yourself and be very very patient with yourself and not add to the hurt that you already feel and it's important to change or shift that place where we're spending so much energy on which is hurting ourselves instead we can move it towards maybe owning up to those mistakes forgiving ourselves not thinking about mistakes you've made towards other people of course those are important but also in the way you've treated yourself when you think about the way you treat yourself sometimes it could be way worse than anyone has ever treated you before or maybe you're treating yourself the way other people have treated you in the past that's not fair to yourself and you need to really learn to own up to your own mistakes the way you treated yourself and forgive yourself for that as well and if it helps again treat it as your shadow self as maybe a separate person or your mind as a separate person and maybe that'll be easier for you to have that like that conversation or that dialogue within yourself in order to move forward just remember as much as we get stuck in the cycle usually we're very unaware of it. and that's why we have to be so kind to ourselves because again we live with ourselves 24 7 we can't be the ones hurting ourselves when there's probably going to be people or external factors that will do that for us already and we need to forgive ourselves just be very kind to ourselves have a lot of sympathy for those around us and ourselves in this process so our reflection question for you today is when you hear the word punishment what thoughts feelings or images arise in what ways do you punish yourself and those around you and we've talked a lot about this as well as in our self-sabotaging episode but looking at how you punish yourself will help bring it to our awareness and help us say no we don't deserve to be treating ourselves that way we don't treat other people like that so why would we treat ourselves that way and once we can identify those habits we can let them go and we can change into something more positive our reflection activity for today is in what areas of life do you feel like you're holding back try to put an image or a name to it what does it sound like where does it originate and how long has it been around when you can name your suppressed shadows it makes it more tangible and it can help us understand if we are holding ourselves back it's naming that shadow it's calling it out and when we can really recognize when it's really taken over our lives and who we are it's time to learn to take the wheel again it's important to integrate our shadow because again it is the other half of us it's part of us so we can't avoid it or suppress it but we also shouldn't let it take over us and allow it to feed off of all the things that keep us stuck in the cycle of sadness well there we go that is kind of a grim episode so if you know maybe yourself who's going through a hard time or anyone you know is going through a hard time i honestly really hope that you can just identify those shadows that are holding you back and that you can really start taking care of yourself and being really kind to yourself and i know it's really painful and it hurts and it's just it's a terrible situation to be in or like mindset to be in but breaking through our minds and reclaiming that power within remember you are your greatest healer so i believe in you if you ever need to talk i haven't said this in my other episodes and i completely forgot but <laughs> you can email me at the junior through healing gmail.com i always put the email address in the description for the episodes it's also on the bio for the for this podcast but honestly if you ever need to uh, just let it out and you need someone to listen that i'm always here i love helping people again i sometimes try to be everyone's superhero which i know i should not do but 
Again, if you just want that outside perspective, I don't even have to say anything. If you don't want me to say anything, I won't say anything. I'll just listen. So if you just want to get it off your chest, go ahead. I really hope you have a lovely week. Please, please, please take good care of yourself. You're worth it and you deserve all that's good.